All right, playmakers, big news. The 2023 version of my What's Working in the Indoor Play Industry Guide is here. To learn about exactly what is working best right now for real-life currently operating indoor playground owners, head to the show notes to download my fully updated free guide. That's right. Even if you've downloaded one of my What's Working guides in the past, you will not want to miss this new version made specifically with what's trending and fresh for 2023 in mind. Head to the show notes for the direct link or go to michellecarawana.com slash what's working to get the guide in your inbox right now. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, Playmakers. So if you read the title of today's podcast, this topic might seem a little bit boring, but I really want you to give me a chance here and just give me a few minutes of your time with an open mind today. Because really figuring out this topic can significantly boost your sales without any extra ongoing marketing effort, without any additional traffic, and without additional cost. It's going to be a one-time work effort, sure, but tackling the strategy can and will boost your sales long-term, all on autopilot. Now, in the last episode, we talked about increasing the conversion rates of our booking pages, whether that's for our party page, our memberships page, our retail or e-commerce page, or something else. But this episode is going to take it one step further. I want to talk about those customers who got to our booking page, browsed around, maybe started a checkout or booking process, but didn't complete it for whatever reason. Because while yes, in an ideal world, we would figure out how to make our booking page so clear and so easy to navigate and our offer so attractive and valuable that no one could possibly say no. And all of our conversion rates would therefore be 100%, but that's just not reality. Because regardless of what the reason is, you will have people come to your site and start a booking or a checkout process and not finish. Maybe they got called to make their toddler a snack, or maybe they were at work, or maybe they didn't have their card on them, or maybe they just got cold feet and weren't sure if your facility or offer was right for them. Today, I want to talk about those customers and how we as business owners can recover those quote-unquote abandoned carts. And no, I'm not talking about those annoying jerks who leave their grocery cart in the one empty spot in the lot that you seem to need to park in every single time. The abandoned carts that we're going to be talking about today is just a term in online marketing, and it refers to a situation, again, where a customer adds items or a booking to their online shopping cart, but fails to complete it to an actual sale or a deposit. Essentially, an abandoned cart means a lost opportunity for us to generate revenue. 
And as indoor playground owners, our businesses thrive on both attracting new customers and retaining existing ones. And while online marketing plays a critical role in reaching our target audience, these abandoned carts can be a significant challenge, even with the best marketing strategy. And this is one of those things that often goes overlooked in small businesses, I got to tell you, I asked like 10 or 12 people about this, if they had an abandoned cart strategy and not one single person had really considered it. They kind of wrote it off as something that e-commerce businesses or product-based businesses need to worry about, but not us. But I'm telling you, I really hope this episode changes your mind today. And that's why I ask that you listen to it with an open mind. This is a component of improving your website conversion rates that we haven't talked about here yet, so I'm really excited. And according to research, the average online cart abandonment rate is actually around 70%. And this is even higher with higher ticket items like birthday parties. And this means that a majority of potential customers are leaving your website without completing a purchase or making that booking. And again, in the last episode, we talked about how to increase your conversion rate as much as possible. And we talked about using professional images, enhancing your user experience and your mobile layout and offering multiple payment options. And I shared everything that you can do to capture as many sales as possible when your customers are on your booking page. But again, what about after they already decide to abandon that booking for whatever reason. What can we do to get them back to complete their checkout or booking process? Well, depending on your software stack, so your website provider, your event booking tool, your email service provider, you probably have a few options. And throughout this episode, I'm going to use the example of a birthday booking, but just know you can implement this strategy in all different areas of your online presence. If you use sites like Shopify for your e-commerce sales, for example, they have many of these functionalities built in and they're super easy to use. You don't even have to connect an email service provider if you don't want to. And if you use an event or a class booking tool like Occasion or HoneyBook, for example, they also have a lot of these abandoned cart features built in because they know how important capturing these lost sales are to their customers, just like you. So again, while we will be using party bookings as an example here for simplicity, just know this is a practice that you should work on prioritizing across the board, even though it may look a little bit different in each scenario. All right. So without further ado, here are my three favorite strategies that can be completely automated to help you recover some of that 70% of those carts that get abandoned and Bring those customers back to your site so you can serve them and give them an amazing experience. Number one, using exit intent pop-ups. All right, so (laughs) truthfully, technically this strategy is when your, your customer is still on your site, but they've indicated through their mouse movement or their scrolling motions that they're about to click away and abandon their cart. An exit intent pop-up appears when a customer is about to leave the checkout or booking page, and 
you can potentially offer a discount or another incentive to encourage that customer to complete their purchase. Now, while discounts or free shipping on an exit intent pop-up might be great for the retail portion of your business, I wouldn't really recommend it for a party booking page, especially if parties are a cornerstone or a main offer in your business. Instead, this can be a great way to offer additional support to the customer in the form of what I like to call a transitional call to action. And we talked a lot about transitional calls to action in episode 192 in the context of email marketing, but this concept can also be employed on your website here. And if you missed that episode, definitely go back and listen. But to recap, a transitional call to action is a type of CTA that is used to guide a website visitor through the sales funnel by offering them a low commitment action that leads to a higher commitment action. The purpose of a transitional call to action or CTA is to move the visitor from one stage of the sales funnel to the next by providing them with a logical next step that's really easy to make. So for example, because I know that was like a lot of marketing mumbo jumbo, in this example of a party booking, a perfect transitional CTA might be to show an exit intent pop-up, prompting the potential customer to enter their name and email so a team member can follow up with them and answer any questions they might have about booking a party. So again, it's low commitment because we're just asking for their content or their contact information here. We're not asking for credit card information or for them to lock in a party date. So we're kind of taking it a step back and we're saying, hey, if you're not ready to make a booking, no problem, but let us follow up with you to make sure that you don't have any questions or you, anything isn't you know confusing to you about the booking process. Maybe these customers were about to click away because they were confused about the options or unsure about which package would be right for them. Or maybe they weren't quite sure about your availability uh, or about how your different party rooms worked. Or maybe a transitional call to action could be to get the customer's email address and contact information so you can send them a free downloadable birthday planning guide, which I talk about in episode one of this podcast, because maybe they just felt a little overwhelmed about the prospect of having their child's birthday party at a facility. Maybe they're a new parent or they've never done that before and they just don't know what to expect and they're afraid to make that commitment. This is a perfect chance to extend the customer support opportunities that we talked about in the last episode and make sure your potential customers feel supported and that, again, if they do click away still for whatever reason, it wasn't because of confusion, overwhelm, or lack of support. So again, the key here is to get their contact information so that you can keep following up with them and save that booking. If you go to my website right now, because you guys know I'm all about walking the walk when it comes to giving you guys marketing or really any tips here. So if you go to my website right now and you go to any page and then motion to click away, as long as you haven't downloaded it already, you'll see an exit intent pop-up to download my free What's Working Guide that I mentioned at the top of this episode. 
Because if someone is on my site but decides not to purchase or enroll in something, for whatever reason, I at least want to get them on my email list where I'll, again, have the opportunity to continue to nurture and communicate with them and move them closer to a sales. That next step in the sales funnel that I mentioned just a moment ago, right? It's all about giving them that logical next step, whether that's a sale or whether that's a transitional call to action that leads them a little bit closer to a sale if they're not quite ready yet. And before you dismiss this tip, I know what you're thinking. You hate website pop-ups and they're annoying and spammy. Am I right? Well, here's the thing. They work. And this sort of pop-up won't pop up right when someone visits a page. Only when they go to click away from that page will it appear. Plus, most website platforms will allow you to configure the settings such that one customer won't see that same exit pop-up more than like once a week, for example. You can control those settings so that it's not annoying to your potential customers. But the takeaway here is that the biggest brands and businesses use website pop-ups for a reason. According to Optin Monster, which is a company that designs these types of pop-ups, exit intent pop-ups will end up capturing contact information for between 5 and 10% of people who are about to click away from that page. So just imagine how many more bookings and sales you could save if you were able to send a personalized, automated email to that person reminding them to save their party date. That's right, most website platforms and email service providers allow you to tag people who opted in through these specific pop-ups, allowing you to send tailored, automated emails to them to salvage the booking. And I know implementing this stuff takes time. But remember, it's a one-time effort. And then this can just run in the background of your business indefinitely. And let me tell you, as someone who has been behind the scenes for many sales of indoor playgrounds, so when somebody decides, you know, they want to move on and they want to sell their business, potential buyers care about these systems. The more automation and sales and marketing processes you have in place to ensure that the maximum amount of bookings and revenue are coming in matter if you ever want to sell. Not only will it improve your chances of selling, it will also allow you to command a much higher price because your business will be viewed as much more turnkey, meaning that a new owner can step in and simply maintain all of these automations and processes and keep business operations and sales flowing with little to no disruption or downtime. I can't tell you how many times I assisted in these negotiations And the person selling the business would say, you know, when they're describing their marketing strategy, they'd say, well, most of our bookings come because I post, you know, 10 to 12 Instagram stories a day and I like to go live and we post five times a week and that's where we get a lot of our sales. You know, that's where our marketing efforts really lie. I gotta tell you, that is going to drive away so many potential buyers because They don't want to post 10 Instagram stories a day to get people to book their parties. They don't want to be that active. They don't 
want to be always the face of the business. That is a huge undertaking to pick up. So again, the more marketing automations and processes you can have in place to make the transition as easy and seamless as possible, the better chance you have of actually selling your business. So remember, this stuff makes a huge difference, both short-term and long-term. All right, I'm going to get off my soapbox now, but again, I can't tell you how many people go to sell their business and are absolutely shocked that somebody doesn't want to step in their shoes when they're spending hours and hours a day on social media marketing for their business. That is not desirable at all for a potential owner. So just keep that in mind again, as we continue through this episode. So on to the next tip. (laughs) Number two, send abandoned cart emails. So sending abandoned cart emails is another effective strategy for recouping these sales. These emails remind customers of their abandoned carts and Again, maybe offer a discount or other incentive to encourage them to complete their purchase or booking. And similar to the exit intent pop-up, I wouldn't necessarily recommend offering a discount for booking a party because there are so many reasons why somebody could have abandoned that booking that's not related to price. However, this is a great time to remind your customers that Bookings fill up quickly, and once a time slot is gone, it's gone. So again, there are many ways you can use this abandoned cart email sequence. For example, you can also use this time to share party pictures and success stories and testimonials, as well as answer frequently asked questions or help your customers overcome objections or hesitations they might be feeling about that booking. And if you need a little inspiration, go back and listen to episode 170. I'm going to link it in the show notes where I give tons of examples of this. And all the way back on episode 16 of this podcast, we talked about how to share answers to frequently asked questions in a way that actually leads to sales and conversion. So go ahead and revisit that one too, if you need it. To ensure your abandoned cart emails will actually result in sales, there are a few things to keep in mind here. So I'm going to rapid fire give you a couple tips. So get out your paper, get out your pen. You might want to jot some of these down. So first, write attention-grabbing subject lines. So as you likely already know, your subject line should be compelling and create a sense of urgency, encouraging customers to open your email and revisit their abandoned cart. So examples of effective subject lines could include booking days are filling quickly for winter, don't miss out, or complete your booking now and save your spot before it's gone. Next is to personalize your emails. Personalization can go beyond simply including the customer's name in the email, for example. You can tailor the content to the specific customer segment, incorporating details such as the item or package that they almost booked. And that will kind of jog their memory about why they're getting the email in the first place. Many event or party booking softwares, as I said, will allow you to do this pretty seamlessly, either within their own system or integrated with your email service provider like MailChimp or ActiveCampaign or something similar. Third is to use clear and concise copy in your emails. So keep your email copy clear, concise, and focused on the primary goal. 
encouraging your customers to complete their booking. Highlight the benefits of booking a party at your indoor playground and share some tips and tricks for prospective hosts. And as I said before, share testimonials from past clients, showcasing your reputation and value. If you listen to my episodes where we reread Donald Miller's book, Building a Story Brand, you're probably already a rock star at this. All right, number four is include high quality images. So incorporating professional images of your indoor playground and your party specifically can help to visually remind customers of what they're missing out on by not booking. Select images that showcase the most popular themes or add-ons to really entice customers to return to their cart and again, complete their booking. Or simply share some great reasons why hosting at a facility can be so much easier and stress-free than hosting a party at their home, like having to deal with cleanup, for example. Sharing some behind-the-scenes photos and videos can really help drive these points home. And then number five, create a sense of urgency. So instill a sense of urgency in your abandoned cart emails by emphasizing time-sensitive offers or limited availability, especially if your parties are private and if you're heading into a busier season. And then number six, we're almost done here, offer assistance and support. So some customers may abandon their cart due to technical difficulties or confusion during the booking process, as we discussed. And we already talked about how to offer support on the booking page in the last episode, but an abandoned cart email sequence is a great place to offer support as well. This is a great time to consider providing contact information for your customer service team or Again, links to helpful resources on your website, like your FAQ page. And then number seven, include clear calls to action. Your abandoned cart email should have clear and prominent calls to action that direct customers back to complete their booking. And make sure you use action-oriented language, such as complete your booking now or reserve your spot today before it's gone and ensure your calls to action are easily visible and clickable. Whether you just want to use highlighted text as links that are maybe a different color, or you want to put a button in there. Make sure your intention for sending the email is clear. And then number eight, implement a multi-stage abandoned car email series. Because while a single abandoned car email can be effective in recovering lost sales, Implementing a multi-stage automated email series can further increase your chances of success. Here's a quick suggested framework for a three email abandoned cart series. Again, I'm leaving you with no excuses after this episode. I am really outlining this step by step by step here and giving you all of the secret sauce. So email number one, the reminder. Send this email within an hour of that lost booking. Keep the tone friendly and helpful, reminding customers of the items left in their cart, or in this case, their party booking that they abandoned, and offer assistance with the booking process if needed. And then email number two is what I like to call the vision. So share beautiful pictures of past parties, and this is when you want to highlight testimonials and things like that. Remind the customer that dates book out months in advance. Link to resources or blogs or anything else you're really proud of 
that might entice customers to complete their booking. And my favorite thing to do here is to contrast their world for them and really cast your vision. So what would life be like if they booked with you? Easy, stress-free? Would they be able to walk in their party and have everything done for them? And maybe they'll be able to actually enjoy the day and mingle and spend time with their child and their family. And then on the flip side, what would their life be like if they didn't book with you? Would their party be more expensive? Would it be stressful? Would it be overwhelming? Not as fun for the child? Would they need to spend all the time running around clearing plates and playing hosts and not really spending quality time with any of their guests? This is the time to really juxtapose these two different situations that your customer might be deciding between. And then finally, email three, the final reminder. And this is where you really want to extend your hand and offer to help. So this is where you want to share more answers to frequently asked questions or share your number along with your operating hours or invite the customer to reply to that actual email with any questions or concerns they may have. I have so many emails in my automated sequence that says, hey, if you have any questions or if you want me to reply personally, just reply to this email. And this is something that we have as an advantage as a small business owner, as someone that's not operating a huge chain or you know, a nationwide operation. So use your small size to your advantage here and get scrappy and invite your customers to reply and open up that door for two-way communication. I don't have any actual statistics on this, just my anecdotal experience, but I would say nine out of 10 people that replied to this email with an actual question ended up converting into an actual booking. And these are the customers that usually spent the most because they were probably torn between maybe the second highest or the highest package, or maybe they were deciding what add-ons to add. Or again, maybe they were coordinating with out-of-town guests because they wanted to make sure they were able to travel in for the party. But extending this personal touch and again, offering this personalized help really works when it comes to conversions. Like I said, nine out of 10 people that hit reply and asked a question ended up booking. So I can't tell you how big of a difference this can make when it comes to your bookings and your sales. And you can also use this email to remind them that, hey, this is going to be your final shot at helping them make their child's birthday party dreams a reality. And the thing I want you to keep in mind here, if you're feeling a little overwhelmed, all of these emails can be automated, just running in the background of your business 24-7, saving bookings while you rest or do other things. All you need to do in this process is simply reply to those emails that come in. And they're not going to be like four, five, six every day. It's going to be manageable for you. I promise. All right, now to determine the effectiveness of your abandoned cart email strategy, it's essential to track a few key performance metrics, including open rates, so the percentage of recipients who actually open your abandoned cart emails. And just to remind you here, a high open rate indicates that your subject lines are effective in capturing attention. So I like to look for an open rate above 30% when it comes to these abandoned cart emails. Next is click-through rates. 
So the percentage of recipients who actually click a link within your abandoned cart email, a high click-through rate. So anything above like three to 5% suggests that your email content is engaging and persuasive and you're on the right track. And then next is conversion rates. So the percentage of recipients who complete their booking after receiving an abandoned cart email. And again, depending on your software stack, so your booking software, your email service provider, this can actually be pretty easy to track. So I love Active Campaign for this. And a high conversion rate demonstrates the overall success of your abandoned cart email campaign in recovering these lost sales. And by continuing to monitor these metrics, you can continually tweak and optimize this email strategy and ensure you are getting as many bookings as possible. And again, once you optimize it, it can just run in the background of your business while you do other things or while you rest. And this brings me to my last way to capture an abandoned booking or cart. Number three, implement a remarketing or retargeting ad campaign. Remarketing or retargeting campaigns are a powerful way to recover abandoned cards. And this should come as no surprise to you if you've been listening to my podcast for a while. These campaigns use targeted ads to remind customers of their abandoned carts or bookings and encourage them to complete their purchase. I talk in depth about this strategy on episode 31 of this podcast, which I'll also link in the show notes. And I have tons of step-by-step tutorials showing how to implement this for my Playmaker Society members. But just know when someone gets to your checkout page or booking page and doesn't convert, you can show them targeted ads on Facebook and Instagram, specifically reminding them to complete their booking. So you can really hone in on that small specific target of your population or your potential customers that made it that far in the booking process, but didn't complete their booking for whatever reason. And because such a small number of people will be targeted with this ad, since it's so specific, this is an ad that can run in the background of your business for like a dollar or two a day. And you can set this up for every page or offer on your site if you wanted to, but I would definitely start with your most significant offer. So for us, it was definitely our birthday parties and our membership offer. So much of a successful abandoned cart recovery strategy has to do with simply staying top of mind until a customer is ready to complete a booking, especially with something like a party where someone might need to get a different card or double check a date or coordinate with someone else. It's essential to keep showing up and serving and offering assistance to ensure as many bookings are saved or recovered as possible. So your play of the day-to-day is to start mapping out your abandoned cart strategy. Sure, in a perfect world, I would love to see you sit down for two hours and implement all three of these strategies today. So exit intent pop-ups, abandoned cart email sequences, and retargeting campaigns. And then I'd love to see you enjoy the fruits of that labor for months and years to come. But if you're feeling super busy or overwhelmed, just pick one at least and put the rest into Asana for next week or next month, but don't lose sight of it. Put a date on your calendar and commit to implementing it. And don't be afraid to ask for help here. 
So reach out to your event booking software support or read their help articles or look for tutorials on YouTube or Google. Especially if you're a little uncomfortable with the tech side of things and setting up these automations. And as always, if you're inside of Playmaker Society, I would love to help you implement this when you're ready. This sort of thing is absolutely my jam. Automation and time-saving tips and tricks are literally my love language. So again, this is something that I'd love to roll up my sleeves and help you with. All right. Have a great weekend, Playmakers. I hope you're excited about implementing this one. And I will see you right back here on Monday. Monday.